Hello world, we're Big Gay Nerds. We're an actual play podcast where LGBT plus folks get together to roll dice and have fun. Today we're playing What We Were by Freddie Taylor Bell. That's at the drunk wizard underscore on Twitter. Yes. Uh, which is currently about a week away from finishing a Kickstarter. I'm your GM, Jonix. He, him, or they, them is fine. Yeah. And, and at the table today we have Owen. Hey, I'm Owen. I am I, director is becoming increasingly a stable title of the show, which is, you know, why I'm in every episode. <laughs> he, him. Um, you can't find me on social media, or if you do, like, I'm not gonna help you on that quest. Um, but I do manage our Twitter, which is um, at Big Gay Nerds Cast, and also our Tumblr and our Facebook. But I feel like. Those are not as popular social media (laughs) platforms right now, and um, I'm looking to I'm looking forward to play. Um, It yeah yeah. Uh, We also have Fern. Hey guys, it is Fern. My pronouns are they and them, and. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, do I have anything else? Oh, right. My Twitter is very fern. All right. And Snapper. And that's all I've got. <laughs> um, so I am Snapper Decar, which you can also find me at Twitter. Um, I am, I identify as he, him. Um, you can also find me at Facebook, but as usual, I would rather you're not. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to do a brief shout out to my fan club. Those of you in it know who you are. Um, <laughs> there's only one person in my fan club. I, I can't. Um, I can't be excited. I am uh, your fiance. I know. You're not my fiance. But yeah, you're to marry me. I'm, I am very. I'm very excited for this game. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. Today we're playing what we were. That's a. Uh, this game is um. It's a, it's like, a, it's a sort of a general system, but it's also a bit of a story game um, where the the idea is not about how good you are at killing orcs, but more about how you're going to get revenge for your brother who died at the hands of the prince or whatever. It's about, I, it's about resolving It's about why orcs. you're going to kill orcs. It's about also, who you are and what that means. Also, I do want to say, this is not the first time that um, we were approached by someone to play a pre-release of a game. It's the first time, like, the rules PDF, like, specifically says this PDF is for us, is for big gay nerds specifically, which is is, cool to me. It's very cool. (laughs) Yeah. That feels good. Okay, so, um, so, uh, essentially how how this game goes is uh, we go through character creation, um, and through character creation we find out what the game actually is going to be about, mm-hmm. um, and then we sort of uh, play it out. So uh, uh, for today I'm using a, a custom setting that I've been kind of kicking around a little bit here. Um, it's, a, it's a bit of a, uh, of a Afrofuturist twist on, uh, on the, the uh, medieval fantasy setting. Uh, the generic medieval fantasy setting, you know, with orcs mm-hmm. and goblins and whatnot, which all still exist. But um, there's a few changes uh, uh, to that formula. Um, for one, contemporary fashion is A-OK. Yes. Um, like, nice. <laughs> which I, I do appreciate that you're making a setting specifically for this, because I have seen so many pictures of people's D&D characters just wearing, like, 
tank tops and sneakers right? and stuff. Nick, I'm gonna. I need to let you know right now that I am going to make so many Pinterest boards for this setting. You have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I've got Pinterest boards on Pinterest boards. Fantasy Pinterest, <laughs> where none of your dreams come true. Aw. Oh, the image art, images aren't sourced. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, so, so um, you know, if you want a character wearing sneakers, that's totally fine. Um, the so essentially the the tech level um is anything that doesn't have microchips or combustion mm. engines. Okay. But there are some exceptions there because there's still like widespread uh, mechanical reproduction in this setting, and okay. that all get uh, that's all kind of explained uh, by just the the uh, sort of the concept, which I'll get into in a little bit here. Um, but uh, so steampunk, yes. Diesel punk, no. Right? Um, kind of. Steam engine is combustion, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Like there's no there's oh. no trains. There's it's still like it's still wa- like wagons drawn by by beasts of burden and stuff. But like they have like mechanical looms. But the characters can wear Crocs. Totally can wear Crocs. They might not be literally... <laughs> they might not be, like, plastic, but they're plastic-esque. Hmm. So that's that's pretty much what the right. setting is about. Um, it's sort of taking away the, the fantasy of living in the past, but keeping the other aspects of that sort of, like, the, the Tolkien-based fantasy of, like, um, you know... Uh, wild blasted wildernesses full of like monsters and and danger and mystery of ancient societies and uh you know and just like the uh the sort of the um the the lore of like small communities as opposed to massive uh uh cities and stuff um it's it, that's kind of it, and also like the lack of communication and being a, being sort of a major um factor in in life like that's pretty much what the setting's about Okay, I'm into it, definitely. Um, I do have a picture to show you guys. I will uh, throw it up in the uh, in the Discord and then later in the fan Discord when the when the episode comes out. Or we can mm. put it on Twitter, or both. Um, probably both. Probably both. We'll see. Let's see. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Anyways, let's see. <laughs> I'm only a little nervous. Not a big deal. Go. And I'll get that to you guys in just a moment here. So, um, let's see. I guess, uh, would you rather do character creation first, or would you rather hear the... I guess we should do character creation first, right? I'm good either way. I feel like the setting stuff might inform yeah. my okay. choices a bit. Um, I would be fine with letting like my choices inform the setting, but... I could use some help narrowing things down, to be honest. Okay. So. Also, okay. In that case, uh, here I'll um, I'll post the picture and uh, and then we will go uh, through this this uh, this opening thing here. Let's see. I'm hype. And I have a I'm very good at having a billion screens in front of me. So there you go. I didn't even have to type anything. Ooh. Ooh. Ah, oh, damn. Okay. Nice. So, <clears throat> the land used to be different, wild, full of magic and monsters, harmonious but violent. Everyone obeyed the rules of the cycle, and the cycle continued. 
Then one day, people arrived, opportunity in their eyes, and they warped the cycle through the powers of their terrible spire. It cracked mountains, dredged lakes, blasted forests, and stole the lightning from the sky. The cycle was irreparably altered, but it continued nonetheless. Soon, new forms of life began to grow in the land, both of human and monster kin. The technologies and knowledge provided by the Spire created a new age of dominance and development, but nothing lasts forever. As time marched on, a firm grip became a safe hold. The distorted cycle finally wavered. Those disenfranchised, discarded, and marginalized who kept the hidden old ways now seek the truth and a new harmony. All right. And this picture you've got is like, like really beautifully shaded, but it's like kind of a mountainous region with a little like walled city and like this giant spire like rising up from the middle, like the size of a mountain, but also with what appears to be kind of like a platform on the top. Yeah, it's like a, um, uh, it's a flat circular top, uh, like a, okay. it's like a big pin pushed in, pushed into the ground. Yeah, at first when I looked at it, I, it looked like a telephone tower, and then I realized the scale, and I was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> That's big. So, yeah. um, so the, what the, that is referring to is, uh, uh, the cycle, in this case, is sort of the, the cycle of this natural world, but, uh, what, what wavered is that, for the first time now, people can use magic. Before, the only things that could use magic were monsters. Okay. Like, just, like, denizens of this of this land that existed before people showed up. Okay. And so now, uh, something has changed, and people can now access that same, that same energy. All right. Kind of a little bit like, like a, like a, like a, like a last airbender. A little, a little bit, bit right? But yeah. but it's it's uh, instead but it's of learning more artificial, right? Yeah, it just kind of turned on. It's like um, the uh, it's it's not quite Shadowrun, where like the people that were predisposed to it can do it. It just kind of turned on for some people. Mm. And there was no cool. big event. There was no moon crossing the sun like in Heroes or anything. Like this was right. just it just happened. Okay. All of a sudden, some guy's on fire. All right. I, this is giving me a character concept to work with, so I am liking, yes. Thank you for laying that out first, then. Yeah, no problem. So how recently has that happened, Johnny? Um, I kind of left that up in the air. I figured that we Mm -hmm. could probably figure that out during character creation. Okay. Okay. I am kind of, I'm feeling jized to lay out my concept, but if anyone else wants to go first, I'm good for that. You're good. Okay, so my idea was, okay, so we should probably start by, like, outlining what the, like, the questions of character creation are for the system, right? So, um, so how, how character creation works in this game is that it's a, uh, it's a conversation between the GM and all the players. So, um, essentially, there are, uh, there's a handful of questions that I'll be asking each of you, and that sort of, uh, derives... Uh, certain aspects of your character, whether that be stats or skills or just flavor or you know something deeper than that um, about them, uh, th- this is where that comes into play. So the first question is, what are you? 
which is funny to me as someone who's biracial. But anyways, we'll, uh, <laughs> that's not for this. Um, anyways, so what are you? Which is uh, which is essentially like what race are you? What is are you a human? Are you an elf, an orc, etc.? Um, basically, pick a fantasy race, and I will tell you what's up with them because they are different too. Okay. Um, if you if you want to pick a fantasy race, that is. I was thinking human at first. Now I kind of want to poke around at this. What is uh, what is elf like? Elves are um, they're avian in nature. Okay, sick. Uh, they uh, they live in trees, at the top of them. All right. Um, and they nice. uh, they essentially they they look like humans if all of the the hair that's on humans was actually feathers. Okay. Um, and they also have uh. A sort of a you know the you know the bird people from from Wind Waker, mm-hmm. Th- mm-hmm. they have that like that kind of beak where it's like part okay. of the f- like the regular like human face. It's like it co- the beak is like comes out as their nose and their upper lip. Okay, um, I guess as a um, to sort of turn it around based on what I have in mind, are humans like the most like ingrained in the whole kind of industrial society here or are there yes. others that are more so um humans have have the most uh colonized sell- settlements okay. um they have they're the ones that have buildings and walls and <laughs> rules okay and yeah. you know like that's their that is their thing definitely definitely human then for what i have in mind okay um so let's see then in that case uh who were you yeah, and so this basically is like, you know, the origin story, and it gives you sort of like a packet of, like, skills to go with it, right? Exactly. So, um, so th- some examples are, like, I was a city guard, and then you get light armor and heavy armor, medium armor, and a shield, and you also right. get insight for judging people and perception for being on watch, and <laughs> you, you know how to use a spear. Right. Um, I'm going to go with... Wizard's Apprentice, which oh, cool. uh, gives me lore, arcane, magic protection, magic destruction, magic illusion, magic alteration, magic imbuing, magic summoning, or lore arcane. I'm not exactly... Oh, so... I assume that the... So here's ma- the thing. Actually, we're using the bespoke magic spell system, because this okay. game has two, which is, oh. I love. Oh, I just so... realized that the ore... Yeah. Okay. So you actually get lore arcane and six different bespoke magic spells. Okay, I was reading it as all of that, then magic summoning or lore arcane. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> the, just like, uh, yeah, never no, mind summoning. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> not going to, okay, like, not to slam, like, Drunk Wizard or the editor here, a semicolon would have helped me. But yes, <laughs> um, I'm going to get lore arcane and six different bespoke, bespoke magic spells. Whatever we'll that those. means. Uh, yes. it, those are those are literally just created spells, which okay. is uh, something I was interested in and why I wanted to uh, sort of suss out when the the magic thing happened here. Right. Okay. Because if you're a wizard's apprentice, that means that there's a wizard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that means someone already knows how to do this. Right. Um. Yeah. So okay. I've got that written down. And so, what uh, what was your life like as a uh, as as a wizard's apprentice? I think um, it was kind of like sterile and scholarly. 
I don't know if there's like an academy or something, or if it's just like, you know, the wizard, you know? But I think it was a lot of just like learning formulae and theory and that sort of thing. And Can I actually ask a question of your character real quick? Sure. How old do you think they're gonna be? Um I think twenty. Hmm. Okay. And uh so what happened? Um what happened to your character? Um and uh, this should be the answer to this is uh sort of a a keyword that then splinters off into uh sort of what changed their life path. Yes. Um I'm not entirely sure what the keyword is, maybe you can help me out here, but basically I'm thinking is that he um had this sort of uh, revelation about the nature of magic that led him to realize that the sort of like harnessed version that he was dealing in was um at least from his perception like a less true version of it or something like that basically that like human magic doesn't have sort of the same like at least what he perceived as like sort of a profound essence as the sort of natural magic as it were i see maybe inspired or disillusion mm. inspired and disillusioned are both good i'm gonna go with disillusioned because it has a magic word in it <laughs> oh yeah that's true <laughs> perfect <laughs> ah, <nice. laughs> wow so, so you just found. So essentially, he just found out that, or they just. I'm sorry, they just found out that the, um, that magic, the magic that they know is, mm-hmm. is uh, sort of cultivated, uh, yeah. and and maybe a little, uh, maybe a little reserved compared to what what uh, other thing other beings can do. Yeah. Okay, I like that. And so, um, so let's see here. Uh, so, uh, what did you become? Um, okay, now this whole concept kind of just sprung from looking at these concepts of what you were and what you became. Because mm-hmm. they're, it's honestly kind of a short list, um, but thinking of, like, the way these combinations would work is really inspiring. So, I went with Trapper. The idea is that he was an academic who had a revelation about the nature of his field and became an Anprim. Nice. <laughs> nice. Cool. So uh, that gives me weapon, recurve, bow one, wilderness survival, endurance, and lore nature. Oh, wow. I have got no overlap between that and the skills from my other thing, but I am a wizard who can also, like, use a bow and like catch food and stuff so um i like the mental image that this is a change that it's a, it was a relatively recent change but it was he's had long enough to actually like gain those skills so mm-hmm. he sort of looks he's got like a like a scruffiness to him but you can still sort of see like the lean city boy under that you know mhm yeah and so um Let's see. I guess uh, uh, let's hold off on the uh, on the last two questions here. I think until everyone's done. Yeah, because that's where do we go from here and what binds us. So I think since those are plural, uh, that that should be for the group. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so who wants to go next? Um, I can, but also I have a 
a quick suggestion about when magic happened based on Genome's character's journey, and it also makes sense with my idea, sure. mm-hmm. which is what if it just happened like 10 years ago, oh. and it's like as new as some cell phones, like as new <laughs> as the idea of cell phones if you were born in like the 1990s and then lived to the 2000s, like okay. suddenly everything's suddenly everything is different. But also, there are people who are like, "Oh yeah, this is this is easy to do." I could I could swing with that. All I basically needed yeah. was there for there to be time for a sort of like yeah. distilled magical tradition to emerge yeah. within humans. So, like, even if it was just Genome's like one person might have been a, an apprentice for like five years or whatever. Yeah, I can't believe that Genome's character. You're also went to, still like, both calling me Genome, by the way. School. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Owen. <laughs> oh. But still, Owen, uh, oh, 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 your 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 city boy basically <laughs> went to mobile gaming masters because <laughs> he took his masters <laughs> in mobile gaming at this point. <laughs> yep. uh, so I am so ready. boring. <laughs> I'm done with this play. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um. So you want to run down the questions? Mm-hmm. Let's see here. So, what are you? Um, I am a human. Oh, two humans? Mm. In a fantasy two game? Humans. What is this? A, I know. I mean, like, that's not how it played out. We had zero humans in our D&D game. We got half a human, technically. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and uh, so, in that case, who were you? Um, I was a minor noble. Mm. Playing to type. Yep, correct. What? You are cast typing yourself. <laughs> so you're so you have social charm, insight, perception, lore history, lore nobility, social deceive, and weapon sword. Yep. Okay. And uh, so, um, <clears throat> so what happened? Um, I think I was forgotten. <laughs> because I imagine that I was a young lad in a quite large family, and basically I wasn't the one who was making any waves, so they just sort of ignored me. I see. And I left. So you were forgotten, and that uh, that caused you to leave. Um, yeah. So uh, I guess... So I have to ask then, what is your uh, is your family a a more recent noble family or do they go back? Um, I imagine they're kind of a more recent. They're like a rich merchant family, almost more than nobles. So they're ju- they just made their money off of like correct investments at the right time. I see. And actually, almost also quite famous for something they trade. Because uh, they are the whiskey family. Oh. Oh yes. So, what is your character's name? Uh, gin whiskey. <laughs> fucking One Piece character. <laughs> okay, let's see. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, and so so they were so they were forgotten. Um. And uh, so, in that case, uh, what did they, what did you become? I became 
a uh, necromancer. So I'm actually going to take some from uh, Medic. I'm going to take Medicine, Insight, and Social Charm and get rid of War Nature for my one bespoke spell. I see. Okay. Which actually gives me two Insight and two Charm. Gotcha. Wow. Okay. Let's see here. So, so it's a, I'm sorry. Uh, one more time. Can I get those skills? I just want to make sure I'm keeping track of them, too. Um, it's one bespoke spell, medicine, insight, and social charm. Gotcha. Okay. Thank you, Gin Whiskey and, uh, and Fern. You got anything? I am the one person that didn't prepare anything, so I'm just going to yeah. say Reese's at you, and you're going to tell me what's up about them dwarves. Um, so, dwarves are, uh, dwarves are, are human kin. They are, you know, they, they are humanoids, uh, but they, um, along the way somewhere, they developed a sort of, uh, an extra coating of fur. Mm-hmm. That covers, like, most of their body. Not all of it, but most of it. Um, mm-hmm. And so, uh, they, uh, there's, there are a couple of different uh, dwarven societies, but for the most part, uh, there's the one big one that lives uh, under, underground that is uh, through in a, in a network of tunnels. So, uh, it's, not some, it's not one major dwarven keep, it's more like a dwarven region. Mm. And so they tend to have okay. connection to the surface, but their all their homes and uh, sort of infrastructure and everything are underground. Hmm. Tell me about gnomes. Um, gnomes are pests. <laughs> they're okay. they're awful little rats, and no one likes okay. them. <laughs> but <laughs> wow. Well, here's the thing: gnomes in the setting are not like they're not. People, people. They are they're they're, they're equivalent to like chimps, as far as okay. like intelligence. So it's like they can use tools and they recognize faces and like they have emotions and shit. But they're not people. <laughs> okay, so they're not sentient. What about orcs? Orcs are frogs and they live in the swamp. Hell yes. Huh. They um. <laughs> <laughs> they uh they they have a, a strong um aquatic uh uh, uh culture where. Uh, a lot of their a lot of their settlements are on stilts and built into like uh, fallen trees and whatnot that are all on the riverbed. They they tend mm-hmm. to stay they they tend to stay away from the dry places. And they only really uh, get into uh, they they really only deal with folks that can uh, travel by river. All right. Yeah. Hey, can there be half orcs? Uh, yes, they're actually gonna be half anything. There could be half anything. So these all, all of these species can intermingle. Yes. No half gnomes. No half gnomes. No half gnomes. No, I mean, I guess if you want to. No, I'm just kidding. There's no, no half gnomes. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about goblins? Goblins are a mystery. They <laughs> Hell yes. <exist. Nice. laughs> they exist, but they, they are, they're very few in number. And mm-hmm. no one has ever seen more than a handful at a time, at least not in a couple centuries. There's, like, books about it. Um, mm-hmm. And they uh, they can cast magic. 
they're they're actually the only uh the only like sentient race that has been able to cast magic. Oh. Okay. And also, so I think... one more thing about goblins is that they technically don't die. Nice. Nice. When a goblin dies, a smaller goblin pops out of its mouth and runs away. <laughs> nice! <laughs> okay, so um, I think I've got to go with the swamp, my swamp aesthetic, and be an orc with on on the stilts. I think I might be a half orc. Okay. Like, just so that, like, not being wet won't be gross and repulsive to me at all times. Okay, um, um there, that's totally fine. Uh, in, in this game, there is no racial bonus anything, it's just, it's just who you are. Yeah. So it's, that's yeah. totally cool. That makes sense. Um, that's nice, I like that about games. More games need to do that, game creators. Okay, um, so, who were you? Okay, so, my half-orc person was probably like a waitress. Interesting. Um, Okay. (laughs) Like a, like, like, um, basically like, you know, the fantasy inn thing Mm -hmm. of, uh, the, uh, like there's, there's a bar down there and there's also like rooms upstairs and stuff like that probably just uh, like an employee uh, like a, a person in a service position like that like waited tables bus tables probably made a few beds things like that gotcha so you're like a just but you're not you're not the owner Cooked a little yeah no not the owner but like like a person that like was around that so i think the skills i want to have are things like cooking is a big one um, uh, another one is going to be social charm. Um, and... And we can, one? here's the other thing about this game, is we can actually create skills. Um, so if, mm-hmm. if there's, if there's something about, something about your character yeah, that think, you specifically would yeah. like, like, if hostility, or not hostility, that's the wrong word, hospitality, yeah. that's the mm-hmm. right word. Yeah. If hospitality is really important would, like, to you, then... If, could I take, like, cooking, cleaning... Um, and a little bit of that socialness, like, and put it together as, like, a hospitality ch- skill. Sure. You'd probably have to get social separate, but hospitality would work yes. for, like... Yes, social hospitality. Yeah, social separate, but, like, like the, the hospitality... Oh, social just- hospitality. I was thinking I like social that. hospitality. Yeah, so- that's good. Yeah. Social in parentheses hospitality. Yeah, hospitality. That's, that's totally fine. Yeah, and, like... So you have uh, just to be clear, you have seven different uh, skills in this, yeah. in this case. So. Um, okay, so definitely like social hospitality. Would cooking be like a separate thing than hosp- would, social I hospitality? Think, I think that would fall under hospitality. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then, like, I think to a certain extent, like, I want to put that sometimes this half orc waitress person uh sometimes had to be a little bit of a bouncer a little cool. bit Ooh, so nice. like some a little so, like, bit of like hand to hand yes uh weapon yeah. armed i believe yeah 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 sure okay and uh, yeah because it makes sense yeah like people get drunk and they gotta be put in their yeah. place can i can i shoot out a pitch yes please acrobatics because they are a frog Yes, 
Oh man, yeah, they can dust all of the ceiling fans. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they, they just. <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, how many do I get? So I have social hospitality in parentheses, weapon unarmed, acrobatics parentheses frog. You get four more. Okay. I'm sorry, guys, for doing this. Like, um, sorry. I think yeah, insight and perception could also work. Yeah. Frog. What were you saying, Stafford? Insight and perception. Yeah, I think insight is a big thing, like, because not even, even to on a hospitality side, like, as a customer service person myself, like, anticipating the client's needs is a thing, so they can read, like, when, oh, these people would, this, this couple would really be, uh, like, be happier with each other if I put them in a room with a view. Or something like that, like like things sure. like being able to like yeah. discern those things. So that would be insight. Yeah, and then also perception would also probably work. Yeah, that makes sense. So Keeping are those two different? different? Yeah. Keeping an eye on people, knowing to read the situation, hopefully not having to use the hand to hand combat. Exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> getting people out before is that bad? Insight. Um, perception. And I mean, and then if if you mm-hmm. want to um, add more to the backstory, it could be you you know you might come from a, a family who's good with uh, you know good you know maybe they they're good with a certain kind of weapon or they uh-huh. your your parents have a trade of some kind that you've picked up pieces of that kind of I, thing. Okay, so I have an idea. So what if one? What if like okay, so my mom is the orc and my dad is like the human like owner uh, what if i'm the child oh. of the innkeeper okay and uh my mom my mom is the orc that like came and they fell in love mm-hmm. at over like at, like over the bar okay she sweetie, became a need, yeah what's the skill? okay. skills okay sorry but here's the thing what if like even though, uh, like, what about improvised weapons, like brooms and shit? Mm. Like, okay. what if that's, like, how the the innkeeper dad, like, taught her to defend herself? Okay. Yeah. And, so. um, and let's see. Um, I think possibly uh, a lore of some kind would be good here, too. Yeah. Uh, maybe you... Could it be lore... What if, what if lore parentheses gossip... Shit. Would that be too broad? No, that's good. good. Okay. Kidding? That's amazing. (laughs) Okay. So, so our half orc. Um, let's see. I guess what would I call you? A servant? A waitress? Uh, Barmaid. Barmaid? I would say barmaid. Kind of goes. Or like, yeah. So our half orc barmaid here has social hospitality, weapon unarmed, acrobatics, frog, insight, (laughs) perception, weapon improvised, and lore gossip. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, what happened? What uh, what changed their your uh, your waitress or your barmaid's life path? I'm gonna say that she got magic. Like oh, she was one shit. of the ones that magic just turned on for. Okay. And it was a little bit like X Men. It didn't happen like in a in a good way when it turned on. It was like in an angry or something like that. And then I was I would say maybe like. A little bit of fire. Nice. A little bit, a bit, a bit of like, 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 didn't burn down the hole in, 
but burned out enough to be like for the parents to be like we need to figure out how to how to control this. <laughs> what do you think the keyword should be? What? What do you think the keyword should be? The keyword? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's until I was. Until oh. I was betrayed, defeated, banished, forgotten, revealed. It's awakened. Awakened is a common... uh, Awakened is good. Yeah, I was trying to think of a word like that. Awakened is really good. Yeah, I was going to pitch empowered, but the way you're talking about it doesn't sound like it was actually empowered as much as it was just awakened. This is at at least at first an inconvenience and also like possibly a thing that she's a little scared of, to be honest. That's interesting. A little X-Many, like I said. Okay, so that's that's interesting because that means that... So this happened about ten years ago then. Yeah. So okay. Um, yeah. In that case, uh, what did you become? Um. So, I guess now, like, since there wasn't really like anything to uh, teach her how to control her, there wasn't like an academy for her to go to or anything like that. Um, she might have like. Hmm. One second while I think about this could, a little bit. You could become, like, a hedge wizard instead of just having, like, any war arcane skills. You could just have a bunch of, like, spells. Yeah, what if I could say that she she became almost, like, almost, like, like a middle-aged crone? Like a wise woman or whatever. Yeah, like a wise woman. Like, now she's controlled it and is, like, at a point where she's almost created her own school of magic just by having to survive. Like, she left... Like, like have, not really having to survive, but, like, they didn't kick her out or anything. They just were like, you need to figure out what to do about this. And so, so she left and didn't figure it out with any help, didn't have any help to figure it out mm-hmm. on. So, yeah, if you so, can't tell, we all really like the bespoke magic system. It's yeah. very neat. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, so in that case, uh, so so she's like a, I mean, she's, it's it's only, since it's probably been about a decade. Yeah. She's not like. Yeah, She's not, like, amazing. She's not, like, a wizened, like, amazing, like, person. But she might be, at this point, she might, like, literally be, like, a healer at a town. Gotcha. So she's, like, like middle that. evolution Baba Yaga. She's not, she hasn't <laughs> yeah. quite reached all the way, but she's she's getting there. Could we say, like, she became, like, a apostate? Even though this isn't Dragon Age? Like, that's kind of the word that kind of works in my head. I if mean, there's, there is, there's like, not a, or, like, a, there's, there's a... She became a swamp witch. Parentheses swamp witch. I mean, swamp witch. witch. A swamp witch it is. Swamp witch. (laughs) Okay, so 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 you just have a bunch of spells then. Mm Mm-hmm. Just, just. Uh, Well, here's the thing: as a swamp witch, you could have a bunch of spells, or you could have a bunch of lore. Because, oh. because if you're like a if if she's like a wise woman that's like living on the edge of town or whatever, like people might be mm-hmm. coming to her for like potions and tinctures and whatnot. Yeah. And, and you yeah. can also pick up like medicine. That was my idea for her is that she's like she has like potions. She's like that kind of person that people come to for like weird things. Okay, so and like um yeah. So let's. So how about like medicine? Um, you could do, like, a, a lore yeah. of, um, hmm. A lore nature, maybe? And what lore if I, like, what if, what if she lives on the edge of, like, a human town, but also on the edge of an orc town? 
like is on like just the the the, the middle of the swamp, like the, the Skills, edge of sweetie. the swamp. What? Skills, sweetie. Sorry. <laughs> okay, sorry. So, I'm so medicine. Excited. What? Medicine and lore, nature. Medicine, lore, nature, and I would like it if she had maybe some like. Well, I guess medicine could we do in parentheses like herbalism? Well, I think that's implied oh. by both medicine yeah. and war nature. Yeah. Okay. Medicine. Um, and uh, she could have. Um, I think potions could be its own thing, honestly. Yeah, yeah probably Lord Potions. Yeah. There's room for potions for for with like mm-hmm. weird effects and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she's probably potions. also. She's also probably like a good survivalist in that she's just. She like she can yeah. just like live on her own. Like she lives in town because it's convenient, but like could just yeah. live out in the bog somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, would we put that under like survival? Yeah. Um, survival. Yeah, I think that'll work, right? Mm-hmm. So medicine, lore, nature, more potion, survival. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm good with so that. If, that... but if you do want some actual spell spells, then like I can, we can do that too. I think actually making having a barmaid who awakens with like an ability to make potions <laughs> is very good aesthetically. I do want like, her to awaken. Uh, like it was a violent awakening. I imagine you spilled something, and what you spilled lit on fire. Okay. In the, in, in yeah, the bar. I get that. Like. Like a, like a, Or it was yeah. like an impassioned argument or whatever that, like, you stepped yeah. in on and then, like, all of a sudden, like, something, mm-hmm. something was on fire somewhere. Maybe one of the yeah. patrons, who can say? <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. I like, I like her. Gotcha. I like her a lot. Okay, so, um, so let's see, in that case, uh, our next thing is, uh, where do we go from here? So we all wound up with magic users, yes. and I like the idea that mm-hmm. we could be seeking something to, like, gain some kind of better understanding of magic or something like that. And mm-hmm. based on what you've said, maybe there's been, like, a goblin sighting. Ooh. Ooh. We want to, like, meet with some kind of goblin sage. Well, we'll get there, because that's, that's what binds us. So oh, okay. where do we mm-hmm. go from here is, um, what your character intends to do about their current situation. Okay. Um, oh, so, so, uh, so, for instance, like, uh, for for your human wizard, um, or your wizard's apprentice, I should say, uh, who's <laughs> become a trapper. Uh, yeah, I didn't graduate. <laughs> your yellow belt wizard. Uh, mm-hmm. So, like, what is he? What is he doing about his situation now that he's just like off in the woods, like communing with nature and stuff? Well, um. His goal is to learn some, like, primal magic. Um, I've already been looking at, like, the bespoke spells, but I think, like, his current spell list is very just kind of generic D&D kind of, you know, roster. Um, And he wants to find some stuff that is maybe a little more, like, maybe not literally immediately physically potent, but, like, represents, like, a better understanding and communion with the world that sort of thing okay um i had to like turn down some cool survivalist wizard spell ideas because i wanted because all technically all of his spells came from his what he was so i see um technically i could have like added added one to the others but you know um 
I like the commitment either way. That's cool. Um, So, yeah, and I think that's going to manifest as, like, you know, I mean, it doesn't make for a fun role-playing session, but he probably does a lot of, like, just, like, meditation and stuff and just kind of observing his surroundings. But I think he's also likely, like, if he hears something about some kind of, like, magical phenomenon or person or something, he's going to, like, seek that out to try and, like, learn about it. Okay. Gotcha. So, so, um... To learn, so so I guess to sum it up, it would be like uh, to learn primal magic, uh, mm-hmm. and furthermore to commune commune better with the world, right? Yeah, and also in his day to day, like he he probably um, like you know he's off living on his own, but like because he's a trapper, he is probably like trading furs at local towns or something like that in exchange for like rumors and all that or like whatever he can't get out there on his own though he's like kind of working to like build up his skills so that he doesn't have to do that anymore sure um i'm picturing i am now because i've been overlooking the trapping trapper part i imagine he like has like a cloak just made out of like some kind of like animal skin i'm not sure what you said this was afrofuturist so should we be assuming like african wildlife um yes uh, that's you uh pretty much yeah uh, it'll be more more tied to african wildlife but it's there's wildlife of all kinds um, okay it's just uh for it's really more that i'm uh, co-opting the aesthetics of afrofuturism which is a lot about sort of urban life mm. uh uh but writ large to to the point of um of being a fine existence instead of a in sort of kind of, in sort of what it is like today that's, I get you, yeah. So it's okay. So yeah, it's not necessarily exactly Afrofuturism, but it's uh, definitely on that same uh, same track. Okay, it does give me an idea of like, you know, the kind of trapping he's doing and stuff. I'm I'm not sure what kind of animal pelt he does have around his neck, but he does. Cool. <laughs> okay, so um, no one else is either. No, just kidding. <laughs> see, I'm just I'm going down the list here. Then snapper. Uh, uh, where do we go from here? Um, what is your necromancer up to? Uh, Jin is looking for a new home and a new family. Oh, wow! A new place to be. Who somewhere where he won't just be left. I see. Damn. Oh, also, since we're talking about character aesthetics, I should mention that my character is wearing a classic witch's hat. And has uh, black high tops with skulls on them. Nice. <laughs> Excellent. So good. Yeah, I, I hadn't actually been thinking about like the modern thing at all, but like I do now that I like now that I think about it. I think my guy, and just kind of going off the top of my head, just because I was like thinking of like non-Western names. I think my character's named Batu. Um, okay. But um, I like the idea that he would be able to pass as, like, a weird, like, medieval fantasy hermit, but he does still have, like, glasses. Oh, nice. He, he, would, he would not be able to use his bow effectively <laughs> if he did not have <laughs> lenses. Like, you, just see, you see him, like, hold up, like, a raccoon, and then you hear a zipper noise. Yeah. Just like, what? <laughs> Um, okay, um, got you. So let's see. Looking for a new home, a new family, and uh, then Fern. What is? Uh, where do we go from here? What is your? Uh, what is your I, swamp witch up to? I think that um, my swamp witch is 
specifically looking for, like, mm, part of me, like, I haven't, I have a temptation to be, like, Swamp Witch, uh, that she wants the powers gone to a certain extent. But, like, like, not gone gone but she d- wants to be able to control it better right and knows that there are, that, that there needs to be a way to be able to like because like every every now and then it just like it's it's become an an annoyance to her but she also like um like it is constantly you know how you like puppy proof your mm-hmm. house if you have a puppy she's constantly magic proofing like her own work oh, cool. so that like okay if her like emotions set off then it might break this but this is in this box so it won't get here like is constantly trying to like control it so i I think that that, um like her um and it isn't that she's like highly emotional more than a normal person it's just that she's like maybe like 28 and dealing with like not being in a family (laughs) and Mm. not having like (laughs) like and having these powers that mean nothing so it's like she she's just like has the regular amount of stress of a twenty eight year old, so which is a for, lot. Like, guidance. <laughs> what? Looking for like guidance or something. Yeah, think... yeah. She's looking for guidance and a way to control. Okay. That magic. Gotcha. I think she's she might be looking. Honestly, she might be looking for an apprenticeship. Oh. <laughs> to be completely honest, like a, a mentor. That's that's a uh, fascinating that you three have created these characters that are kind of just, like, weaving together already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, just, like, th- through their very natures, like, it makes sense that I, I can see already these three just, like, hanging out. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah. also, Fern, what is your what is your character's name? I don't know. Um... Apple tree. Is on the list. No. I'm just saying, apple tree is there. No. If you want it, you can Stop. have it. You, we haven't explained the apple tree. No, drugs. we haven't. This is the first time there is, that the there apple is tree no, is there happening. is no joke other than it makes a good name. It could be Agatha Apple Tree. Damn. What was the name of someone that I had? Uh, I, is Agnes okay? Sure. Agnes is a good Why name. Not? Agnes, not Agnes Apple Tree. Basically, any just name Agnes. is on the table. We have gin whiskey, uh, like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I think Agnes might be... Yeah. Go I think Agnes. Agnes is good. Agnes is good, okay. and that's I like her name. But she's, like, like almost 30. She's not, like, yeah. an old crone or anything. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. She has to be hot. Also, she's big. <laughs> um, Anyways. <laughs> what also, also... She- and she's a nope. goth, by the way. Uh-uh. What binds uh, us? Real, she dresses goth. Real quick, could I, before we get into what binds us, <laughs> I would like to point out that Fern's character is 28, which means they got magic at 18, which means magic is a metaphor for adulthood. Yeah. Yes. I'm just putting it out there. Oh, yeah. Specifically, I mean, how did you, yeah, how could you not see that from your three characters? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, okay, so, uh, what binds us? Uh, this is uh-huh. for specifically groups containing more than one player, because you guys need a reason to stick together, at least to start with. So, it doesn't have to be some big, long thing, it's just a simple concept. What is the reason that you are together? Um, what if 
what if we all like sat together like and not, maybe not got drunk but got t- tipsy and explained each other's I'm like, underage. Oh <laughs> no. Oh, how old is, is gin whiskey? I was imagining like 1560. Jeez. Hilarious. Damn. Okay. I'm gin whiskey Child. and I'm abstinence until I die. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to steal I'm gin whiskey and I cannot drink a uh, drop. Who, who has it? Anyway. <laughs> um, I think based on all of our goals, it's entirely possible that we would have like sought each other out. Like, hey, anyone else know magic? Any like any magic people around here? I saw some and, stinky but, like, old lady living on the edge of town. <laughs> Yeah, that's the idea. What if you guys came to my shop? Like, what if you guys found each other, came to my shop for, um, like, the latest? And then, and then we heard, and then what if we heard about, like, a goblin sighting? Yeah, I, I like the now. idea of, of the goblin sighting. Yes. It could even just be the, mm-hmm. like, it could be something that, I mean, one of you is a gossip. So it could be mm, something true. that yeah. one of you heard and then it was like, oh shit, I gotta get my magic friends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's actually now that I think about it, I do like the idea that we have just like met on like kind of like a semi casual basis before deciding we needed to be like yeah. an adventuring party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like you guys are customers or not really customers, but people that show up sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I have stopped and by and like I have bought furs from you. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. Got any recognized today? Yeah, I thought this warthog skull was going to be like a cool hat, but it is entirely too heavy. <laughs> uh-huh. You know a necromancer, really right? He, he, he would think this is cool. <laughs> He's 16. He thinks everything is cool. Um, <laughs> Literally. <laughs> but okay, so, so, uh, so you're... You're bound together to um, catch a goblin. Um, so uh, while I uh, prepare that a little bit here, um, you do want to also der- uh, uh, figure out your starting stats. Um, yes. There are six core stats in this game. Strength, Dexterity, Body, Intelligence, Wisdom, and Charisma. Uh, so um, all, of them, all of them start at one. And uh, you have four points which you can spend on these stats. However, they can only go up to a maximum of three at uh, character creation. So it's strength, dexterity, bod, int, intelligence, what wisdom, intelligence, wisdom, charisma. Um, I have actually I skimmed ahead a little. I already did this. I did strength one, dex two, bod two, int two, whiz two, charisma one. Um, I'm just okay. kind of spread out. Uh, if I had, if I had stuck on my original life path, I probably would have been more min maxed. But he's out there and like having to, like, learn how to like tie knots and shit. So, <laughs> so I also went ahead um, and did strength one, dex two, bod one. Into Wiz One Ka Three. Okay. I did not go ahead <laughs> because I didn't know that That's you fine. guys were just going to be nerds on this big <laughs> wow. podcast. <laughs> yeah, everything um, starts at one, and then you have four. So points all of them spend. start at one, and then I have four points. Yep. Okay, one second while I do that. So, all right, all right. So I have come up with my stats. I have strength two, dexterity one, bod one. Int, two. Wisdom, two. Charisma, two. Nice. 
I do want to, I, I do want to make sure that I say this, that even though my bod is at one, <laughs> I do have a rockin' bod, alright y'all? It's just not, just not in a practical sense, your bod is... <laughs> Okay. I understand. <laughs> and also is a goth, like like a like a goth. Okay. Was she a goth but before? But more of a Stevie Nicks goth. Was she than, Was like, she a goth before the incident or is that like what made her she was, go goth? She was more of like she had like goth leanings. Mhm. Like just like hipster to goth leaning. Yeah, I mean you're trying to out goth. But she a was also literal like sixteen year old wearing a witch's hat and a high tops with skulls on them. So yeah, yeah. So like she's like an actual modern goth type of person that just like wears cute black. I'll I'll link some some outfit. You, you nice. don't need to. Okay, it's okay. So, I'll make a Pinterest right now. Oh God, um. <laughs> okay, so uh. uh we're ready to get started with our uh, actual adventure here. Um, yeah. So, uh, uh, I'm calling this uh, this little tale The Wanderer in the Bog. Ooh. <clears throat> Ooh. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. Before we begin that, uh, we have your spells that, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that we need to, to take a look at here. Just to, just, you know, uh, to uh, give me an idea of what we got going on uh, with our magic folk. Okay. Um... I jumped ahead in line while other stuff was going on, and I looked at the bespoke magic section because I thought that, you know what, this is this is going to be tricky to do, and if I don't do it now, it's going to really drag things out. Um, so, basically, there is... The, the basic idea is that, like, spells are skills, and in the same way that, like, you can make up a new skill, and it just does a thing. That's a similar thing with spells. Yes. Um, There's slightly it's, more... It's essentially yeah. just giving yourself a new verb. Yeah, um, and I get six of them. There's some nice um, uh, samples that all have the D and D thing I like, where it has like the creator, the spell, like author's name in it. Yes. which I feel is very realistic because mm-hmm. wizards would not like allow their shit to be plagiarized, especially <laughs> especially this early on. Um, uh, so I might just like I might keep them on. I don't know, but uh, the ones I've decided to go for are Igni's Immolation Incantation, which can be used to just light fires or can be used as a ranged weapon. Um, Ingrid's Intriguing Illusion, which creates an illusion that produces no sound, and a successful perception check can reveal it to be an illusion. Helga's Holistic Healing can heal a bruise to your wound. Um, Solomon's shielding spell, which can be used to grant the caster plus two to their armor. And then, um, there are two more that I decided to not take because they weren't, well, three more because they weren't as much my thing. But, um, my idea was that there would be a telekinesis spell, which is just like I can move things at range. I don't know if that needs any kind of modifier. And a scrying spell, which is just like, um, Actually, this one might need to be pinned down, but it's basically like trying to like magically discern truths that would be magically hidden. Okay. Um. Yeah. That those those work. Those that is some good classic wizarding. Uh, yeah. There. I really. The thing I wanted, maybe if I like level this guy up and I can like get a little primal magic, I really like the idea of having like a like a camouflage spell, not like invisibility, but like donning like a magical ghillie suit or something. Sure. 
Um, but yeah. Um, uh, I, yeah, I think for the scrying spell, it would it would essentially just function as a a sort of a one time perception check that you can use on uh, like someone that's not here, right? Mm-hmm, like, yeah, I, I think that it might sense. be yes. you might have to have a focus. Um, yeah, so sure. either it's either someone that you know or you have an item of theirs. Okay, yeah, that sounds good. And so that's how you can kind of use that to to remote view. Okay, yeah. Um, I mean, as for yeah. telekinesis, I think it's pretty much just like anything that you could pick up with your hand that's you yeah. know, within a room. Yeah, you, yeah. That, that you know that it's pretty much what it could do. Uh, yeah. So you know you can't lift mountains, but you could you could pick up like a, a heavy thing and it would slowly like kind of float over towards you and stuff. Or like, like the when <laughs> I don't know why this is maybe this is like was in like a D and D like description at some point, but like my like my reference point for mage hand is always just like a prison guard's keys. Right. Totally. Right. <laughs> like. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think it's like it's so. I think the telekinesis thing, like it can't be used for fine movements. It's it's right, pretty much yeah. just for moving stuff. Yeah, uh, pushing stuff around and lifting it, lifting it up and whatever. That so yeah, that, totally those reasonable. totally work. Yeah. Um, um, and snapper. So uh, as stated previously, I had one spell, mm-hmm. and I basically took one that was in the book and uh, renamed it. Um, I have Skull Magic, mm-hmm. uh, Summon Skeleton Butler. Oh, hell yes! Good. <laughs> Good. I was so happy to see Skull Magic. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Anyways, um, okay, so... So yes, uh, and obviously, Fern, you do not have any bespoke spells, because why, yeah. if you were trying to get rid... Up until recently, trying to get rid of the magic in your in your body... Why would you learn yeah. any spells? Um, yeah, I wasn't really interested in that. Like, I know how to make specific potions and then, like, put intent in them. Mm. But it's like, like, I feel like, um, uh, that, uh, when it's more subtle, uh, Agnes's, uh, kinds of magics are things like, much more like, like, mysticism closer to mm-hmm. that like of course just like i i'm making this with the intent i'm weaving a hair into this baby's blanket that i'm making or something like that yeah. like the like, secret just i like, know yeah kind of, yeah yeah <laughs> anyways oh. 100%. no <laughs> i read it too it's, it's great i love it it's changed my life but no like 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 it has like it's more charms sure. than it is than it is like actual. Yeah, no, um, and that makes a lot of sense because it's a, uh, it's a. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're a swamp witch, so so mm-hmm. like yeah. any spell Put that you do, should, under your... any magic that you're doing Put... should be, um, should be a little bit uh, a little bit vague. Yeah, crack this egg under your like sister's bed, <laughs> and then her nightmares will be gone. Things like that. Totally. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, anyways, okay, And it so, is magic, it's just not, yeah. So here we go. Uh, so this tale, again, is called The Wanderer in the Bog. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, uh, the way that adventurers, or adventures work in what we were is, uh, is similar to how character creation works. It's a discussion. It's a, it's a, con- a conversation. Um, uh, the, obviously, uh, there's a little bit more on my end than there is on yours in this case, but still, the sort of the idea is uh, 
how uh, it we're we're trying to move into a uh, uh, a story here. So the st- so the start of this is uh, you've heard tell of a goblin in the area. It was wandering through the bog. Someone saw it for an instant, and then it was gone. Um. So, who who did you hear about this from? Hmm. Well, Agnes, who did yeah, you hear about I, this from? Yeah, <laughs> I think that one of my uh, clients is like a person that like wanders from place to place. Is kind of like a traveling merchant type of mm. person, and um, like uh, he comes to me. When there's like, oh no, I sprained my ankle. Oh no, I did this. Like things like that, um, and also like for like safe travel charms. Sometimes just like for the company a little bit, but like comes up with a reason every time he comes to my place. Mm-hmm. And uh, he came like late one night and was like, I just saw something, and it was not what, like, like, and it was actually, like, his eyewitness account, like, as he was, like, camping or something like that, and I was the person that was close to him, that was close enough for him to come tell, because when you see something like that, you have to tell someone. Mm -hmm. Okay, and, uh, and so, uh, what's his name? Frederick. Frederick it is. (laughs) Frederick, the traveling merchant. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, and so um, so you so you all know each other, obviously, as uh, mm-hmm. as sort of uh, f- uh, friends and folks with uh, with similar life circumstances. Let's say, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and is your uh, what what is the what is when you heard about the goblin, what was your first uh, intent? What did, what was the thing that ran across your mind the first time? I, am... I think I... Oh, you go first. Oh, sorry. Oh, I think Agnes doubted it at first, to be completely honest. was like, uh, that wasn't it. But then, like, the more she thinks about it, the more it's like, I can't not know <laughs> <laughs> what it is, what it was. Um, I think uh, that mm-hmm. Batu's first thought is, I'm going to prostrate myself before the goblin and ask them to impart wisdom unto me. Oh, I see. Uh, <laughs> Jen is definitely like, immediately the moment um, Agnes is like, oh yeah, one of my friends thinks he saw a goblin. Um, Jim's like, oh man, I'm so excited <laughs> to see the goblin. Guys, let's go find the goblin. <laughs> yeah, okay. I think yeah, Jin was like... You, yeah. you don't just go find a goblin. You have to track him. <laughs> you, well, you're not helping. I'm going well. to help by tracking and scrying. <laughs> no. <laughs> Listen. Well, we I don't have anything something. of the goblins. That's we, right. We're going to have to find some spore. Some what? Some spore leavings. It's like dung or uh, tracks, that sort of thing. That's a that's how I hunt a lot of the time. Like uh, with the rare animals that don't just like stumble into my snares. Do you snares. really think a goblin has enough wisdom for you to, you to glean from, and also doesn't bury its own shit? We don't know anything about goblins. Maybe that's. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they, maybe they're too enlightened to care about it. 
Yeah, maybe they're too late to care, Agnes. God. (laughs) So, um, it's 2 Mm a.m. Mm-hmm. We've been talking, having this argument for hours. Absolutely. Um, and so, as things go at 2 a.m., the, uh, the less devoted have gone to sleep, but those who really know what's up mm-hmm. are about to make some bad decisions. Yeah. So, who's, who makes the first call to leave? I, I think Jin, definitely. <laughs> okay, guys, Jin uh, finishes his plate of roasted mushrooms that he's sort of been picking at all night. Mm. Um, he picks up his sword, which he rudely kept on the table. Um... <laughs> And stands up and dusts off his his robes, um, and sticks his sword on his belt, and goes to the door. It's like, okay, no more wasting time. There's it a goblin out there. Too late to go. <laughs> too late is perfect time for a goblin. I can't let you go out. A lot of theories suggest they're nocturnal. Uh, this is probably the <laughs> only window we're gonna get. Yeah, see, Agnes, nocturnal. What's nocturnal mean? Um, it only comes out at night. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. She only comes out at night. Uh, I guess I have to go to keep you if you too, too safe. If that's how you feel, I'm Besides, not going to reject you. it's on your, your territory. Yeah, that's, that's true. It is, like, you're the swamp witch. I'm, like, my magical... Uh, expertise is uh, purely it's it's pure city it's on magic. Dry land. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. Um. In that case. Uh. So you. So I guess you would head out then, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone going. Yeah. Just yep. going with the. I. Here's one thing that we uh, we skipped over in character creation that I think is fine for this game. Um. Is that uh, we did not pick a, any starting equipment or anything. Yeah. Um, I think we're pretty much just going to roll with uh, you. You. You all know what your characters have, mm-hmm. and like it's you know no one's driving a Corvette around. Like it's it's yeah. It's like you've got what you need. Like I have I have weapon recurve bow, so I assume I've got a recurve bow like slung right. over my shoulder. Probably and, some survival gear, but a lot of it is actually probably replicated by just magic. And like none of you are wearing armor or anything. Like it's just it's pretty much. What's on your sheet? That's we're sort of deriving what you would need. I didn't put anything on the sheet. No, but can uh, Agnes have like a baseball bat? I mean, you're, you're yeah, unarmed and an, an improvised weapon person, so you might just yeah. have a broom. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I just have a broom. Like that's why people think that I'm a witch. <laughs> <laughs> you're actually just a shopkeeper. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. Okay. Um. So. Uh. So the it is a. Uh, it's a clear night in the bog. Uh, the there was a storm uh, yesterday, so the skies show the stars tonight. Mm. Um, the uh, you can hear the uh, the croaking of the 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 many frogs and toads that live in in the bog, uh, and the howls of the things that go bump in the night. Mm. Um, the uh, Frederick told you about. Uh, about the about where he was when he saw he said he was about maybe an hour out of town um, mm-hmm. is so so any uh, so any any way that you could get there uh, there's uh, there's sort of uh, two paths that you know of uh, especially 
um, uh, Batu knows that there's a, a way through the woods, as well as mm-hmm. Agnes. Um, uh, it's a it's a uh, a path that leads it cuts directly through all the woods, but uh, you know you might run into uh, some you know wet feet <laughs> uh, right. from st- you know sticking your your foot in like a little sinkhole or whatever. Um, or there could be some nasties in there that are just waiting, to, waiting for you, for uh, you know, brave people to, to hop into their uh, their nests. Um, okay. But it does shave off some time, and it is two a.m. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, the other the other way is on the road, uh, which is the it's a pretty well traveled road. Um, it it runs uh, about parallel to a river that's a uh, about a mile away from here. That just feeds into the into the uh, the area into the swamp. Um, so it's a so, but the road definitely winds around the woods because the people who who uh, who were making that path knew what was up with those scary woods. On the plus side, though, Agnes, there are mm-hmm. quite a few mushrooms in that in that swamp. <laughs> so yeah, who knows? I'm I'm leaning yeah. towards the dangerous naturey way. Yeah, me too. Dangerous nature way. Understood. Yeah, you didn't you didn't have a say to begin with, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, um uh who is who's leading the, the party through this swamp? As the trapper, I feel kind of obligated to do that, even though I'm not necessarily the only one with like nature knowledge. Um, I think that uh the the, the first thing he's going to do and <laughs> This is probably not something that, like, calls for, like, a role, but I'm going to do it anyway to see if I can embarrass myself. He's going to find, like, a dead branch and break it off and then just kind of, like, snap his fingers at it and try to turn it into a torch by just, like, casting casting fire on it. So that would be, like, fire Um, spell one and what ability... Um, let's see, that would be for, uh, for casting that, and, uh... I think you... I think it's a make-em-up rule. I think you just roll one of the... One of the... One of the stats that okay. you think would be casting with best. Okay, yeah, sorry about that. In that case, yeah. Um, just, uh... Yeah, roll your, um... Wisdom, I think, in this case. Okay. Well, that's two plus one, and I don't think at any point we said what the actual role mechanic of this was oh, right, on my air. Bad. So, <clears throat> um, so the way that rolling in this system works is uh, you combine a skill and a stat together into a, a pool of d6, uh, and then you roll those, and you're looking for a four, five, or six, um, and those are successes. Uh, one, two, and three are are not successes, and so uh, there's a, a difficulty modifier that you're trying to hit, mm-hmm. or I'm sorry, difficulty uh, um, uh, ranking that you're trying to hit, uh, or or exceed, and that will, uh, and so the amount of successes adds up to you know if it's, for instance, in this case, um, setting a setting a tw- you know a branch on fire is not hard, so mm-hmm. like yeah. As long as you, as long as you're getting like one success, it's fine. Okay, and I'm just going to roll that then. I got one success. There we go. Nice. So it, you know, it takes a couple times, <laughs> but you get it. You, you're, you're <laughs> okay. there. 
Yeah, it, it takes, like, more snaps than, like, he, like, snaps his fingers, and then there's, like, a spark, then he, like, does it two more times, and it, like, actually catches on the third one, and he just kind of, like, shrugs and <laughs> leads him forward. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yes, um... Agnes is gonna bring up the rear, um, uh, and also, like, like have an eye out to like gather any but anything bits and things that she needs so that this isn't completely time wasted. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um. In that case, can you uh, roll your perception, um, plus your wisdom for me, please? Oh, my nice. success as well. Okay. Um. So let's see. So yes, you you um you successfully. Uh, uh, keep a watch, uh, while you, mm-hmm. while your, you know, your, uh, your companions are sort of, uh, bravely stepping into the muck. Um, however, you're, you're so busy and your eyes are so tired. I mean, you've been up all day. <laughs> um, there's, mm-hmm. you cannot find any, like, uh, special ingredients or anything like that. Uh, maybe, maybe when the sun's up. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but you, but what you do manage to uh, to notice is that there you definitely caught sight of some glowing eyes off off uh, off in the distance still, but definitely in here with you. Oh, spooky! I'm gonna tell them of the glowing eyes. Um, well, that's not abnormal. But that doesn't make it good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, it could be anything, right? Anything that could have the reflective eyes. It could be a goblin. Yep. It could be that too, but it's probably like a cat or something. I don't know. How many times have you seen a cat in a swamp? More times than you'd think. <laughs> um. Those domestic cats, they should just start keeping them indoors. <laughs> Killing all the natural wildlife. Anyways, go on. So, um... So the uh, the track through the the track through the swamp is continuing. Uh, there is a, I guess it's 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 kind of a hiss. It's like a rumbling hiss. Mm. Um, as as you you move further and further closer to your destination, the the goblin sighting um, area, uh, and um, let's see. Uh, you know what? I will roll a d6 myself to decide this. How about that? Do some do some fun visible stuff for you guys. Yeah. Aw, dip. Okay. <laughs> That's a one. <laughs> that is a one, which means Batu, you feel something pass by your ankle, and it is uh, f- firm, let's say. It is not, it's not like a snake. You know what I mean? Uh, Not like just a regular swamp snake. This is something bigger. I'm going to try and bring my torch around to get a look at it. Okay, um... Hmm. And since I'm in the front, that probably means that, like, suddenly I'm swinging a torch, like, uncomfortably (laughs) close to my friends. And my friend's, like, flammable big novelty hat. (laughs) (laughs) It's necessary. So I guess, let's see, let's do... Um, wow, it's, I, I could make you roll another wisdom check, but I think in this case, since it's moving fast, um, I'm going to make you roll dexterity uh, no. plus survival. Okay. 
luckily that's still the same pool for me. I, that is the benefit of spreading out. You don't need to memorize a lot of different mm-hmm. numbers. Three successes. Holy okay. crap, I got four, six, Whoa. four. Nice. Okay, so um so yeah, you, you managed to catch sight of, of this thing. Uh it is a uh it's it's got a uh a an arrow shaped head, um flat with a with a white belly and uh and uh sort of a bulbous middle section. It's covered in ridges and scales and it's um it has four stubby little legs sticking off on the side. Mm, okay. Nice. I am this I'm I'm getting some like Triassic vibes from this. <laughs> um so mm-hmm. it's it's massive tail sort of uh, uh flicks as it as it dips into an unseen pool of water. Uh, I guess do it should I roll to like know what that is? Um yes, you can uh, you can roll an intelligence and lore nature. Okay then. That's 3d6 again. And two successes. Okay. It's a crocodile. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> I was overthinking it. I heard I the arrow shaped. I heard arrow shaped head, and I started thinking about those weird salamanders with like the boomerang faces. Um, I guess not. I guess it's still not far off though. Like, okay, so we're in croc territory right now. Yeah, there's a crocodile nearby. Um, yeah. So what you know about crocodiles is everything you know about crocodiles in real life. Yes. Um, <laughs> all right, so we should avoid the water, but if we get the chance, they're bad opening their mouths if you apply any pressure to their jaws. Or is that mm-hmm. alligators? Damn. You did not get enough successes <laughs> to know. <laughs> Stay out of the water, huh? I know, I know a quick solution to that. Skull magic. Summon skeleton butler. Uh, oh my some, god. Jin oh does some uh, little, little finger wiggles and hand gestures. I did them so that Fern could see. None of you could see. It was really good, you guys. <laughs> um, and then, uh, okay, so then a... Uh, uh, what does your skull magic look like? Um, I imagine, like, a dark miasma leaks from my fingertips, kind Ooh. of like I'm controlling a marionette, but then it just, like, starts picking up bones out from the ground and then forms up into, into a skeleton. Okay. Okay, so yeah, the, um, so the Wait, skeleton you... butler... Uh, do you still I have to roll? roll for it? Oh, yeah, so... I think I do. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's have you roll that, um... You're going to use a skeleton butler for this. Um, I think this has got to be intelligence. Because I don't know what you're doing, but you sure seem to. (laughs) Two successes. Okay. So, um, Butler Bones, as as he calls all of his skeleton butlers. Oh my god. Um... (laughs) Pops up out of the ground. Um, I think he's got like some animal bones in there. Like it. Yeah. Like he probably has like a like there is a warthog skull. Nice. But like it's like uh, taking the, place of like part of the rib cage. Hell yeah. The miasma kind of like swirls around him and forms into like a a big old pea coat and like slacks <laughs> and like 
shoes so that you know he's decent he's not gonna he's not gonna let his his skeleton friend run around in the nude okay um, and then he's going to and the butler goes uh, yes master whiskey <laughs> um, and then uh jim is gonna climb up onto his shoulders and hand him down his right beer i don't know i don't know what you two are gonna I, do, I don't know what you two are gonna do, but uh, but I got I got my solution out. Um, Bati is not happy about this. Um, <laughs> this is this is not the first time that Agnes has seen the skeleton butler happen, and it will not be the last. Also, this is like all- at one point it was <laughs> at one point she was like. Hey, can you pass me that soda? And then <laughs> she said no, and he made a skeleton butler in her living room. Um, I think Batu isn't too happy about it, primarily because like he's seeing too much of himself in this. Not that he was like that kind of like goth when he was an apprentice, but it's like okay, so this kid knows his first spell, and he is like saying the name whenever he casts it and shit. <laughs> it is. This is some definitely some freshman shit that I'm if you if you, if you know about the term chuni from any anime that yeah. does describe gin whiskey. Yeah. Um <laughs> so um like <laughs> I think Badu is like okay, I'd rather not just okay, um well the crocodile hisses. Uh I think he, I'm just going to like shrug. Um, tr- uh, hmm. Uh, can you also carry my torch? Because I'm going to need two hands if I'm going to help you with my bow. Oh yeah, sure. Uh, Butler Bones. Yes, you have a free master. Hand. Yep. Go, go, go grab the torch. Yeah, Very and I just, well. yeah. I just. <laughs> Yeah. Reaches out I, and grabs the torch. Yeah. I hand it off and I uh, draw my bow, my recurve bow, and notch an arrow. And I'm like, I would rather we don't have to just kill a crocodile because it happens Let's to be in our way. Moving. But if like if it, if it or anything else like tries to go for your horrible thing, um, I'll I'll be here to. Try to show it that that was a bad decision. Um, can Agnes just try to spook crocodiles? Because we're not without spooking goblins. Do you have intimidate? No, but I have <laughs> several charisma. Two of them. Sure. And like, just like, kind of like stomp a little, just like as yeah. they're walking. Yeah, that's like, that sounds kind cool. Of, is there like, like, is that something like that orcs would have some kind of like tradition about? Like, yeah, here's what you do when you gotta scare off a crocodile. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is well. Oh, this, this is, is kid is stuff. A true fact. Yeah, a true fact of like when you are around a crocodile is you want to bring yourself to your full height and like put your hands out. Okay, and like. Stomp and make noise, and crocodiles will be like, "Oh no!" <laughs> it, is, <laughs> no. it is true. You know what? It is fair that both the Floridian and 
the orc who is a frog knows mm-hmm. the most about how to deal with crocs <laughs> and gators. Yeah. It's true. I had to. That is that is quite a convenient uh, yeah. turn of events. I knew I had to be in the swamp. Um, also, uh, I'm going to say that uh, Jin helps by having um, Butler Bones copy what with what Agnes- the- with the sword and the torch in either hand, yeah, just get a hold of. Her. Yeah, it, it'll it'll be fine. But uh, you get a plus one because the mm-hmm. system for helping people is blissfully, blissfully simple. Yes. yes. Okay. So, is that plus one dice or plus one? Plus one dice. Roll? Dice. Yeah. Okay. Um. So right. let's see. So you'll be rolling. Uh. Since you don't have the skill, um. You, but you're I do just have more nature. This, well. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'll take that. Um, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> go for it. Uh, roll. Roll or nature with uh, with your intelligence then. Mm-hmm. Since you're since you're using it to know what to do, uh, and then and also add a plus one from uh, from your skeleton friend there, your skeleton <laughs> so writer friend. Four d six. And also in the meantime, Jin is wiping swap water off of his his kicks. <laughs> <laughs> is he like wiping them with his hand, or is he wiping them onto his butler? I'm glad that I had <laughs> help because I got only one success. Yeehaw. <laughs> Dang. Okay. Um. So in in that case, uh, unfortunately, your stomps, uh, f- uh, they fall on hollow. Nope, that's not the word. They fall on <laughs> deaf <laughs> ears. Uh, the 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 crocodile is too uh, too entrenched in this uh, this game of uh, croc and mouse that it is playing with you, um, and even with the addition of, of your skeleton friend, uh, it it is not enough to uh, to deter it from from pursuing you. Mm-hmm. Um, so how mm-hmm. failure works in this game, by the way, is that uh, if you fail a skill check. Uh, it, you cannot reattempt it until the situation has changed. But I didn't fail it. You ha- you did. It's just you, it just oh. successes don't necessarily mean a success. You need a number of successes. Yes. To oh. the okay. So the so the skill check was a failure because you did not meet the the uh, difficulty level. Um. Mm. So. So uh, that means that the situation has to change in order for you for you to reattempt this. Uh, whether that means um, you make more, you find find something further on to make more noise, or you um, keep a, uh, or, or you know you use some sort of magic spell or whatever. Like it, something has to be different in order to reattempt it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, the state that we are in, you cannot attempt it again. So mm-hmm. so for now, you have a crocodile that is pursuing you. Apparently it is yes. not it is not trying to attack you, but it at this moment, but it is pursuing you. Okay. Um Oh, 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 oh. Okay, I've got an idea. Um mm-hmm. I want to make an illusion of Now, here I'm making some like setting assumptions. I don't know how much I'd be able to like do this without doing a roll, but because this is a weird Ma- like magic place um is there do crocodiles have like predators in this situation oh definitely um this is a cycle it, after all so right 
everything connects to everything. Um, okay. Crocodiles are essentially at the the bottom of what is considered a monster. Oh, God, you're right. That makes mm-hmm. perfect sense when you just say it that way. Yeah. Um, yeah, crocodiles are one of those, like, normal animals that exist that still are, like, really bad for, like, level one adventurers in games like D&D. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, um, could I make one up, or would you want me to roll for it? Because um... I want to make an illusion to, like, of this guy, thing's natural predator to, like, come down on it. I think you can um, make one up. That's, yeah, that's fine. What do you got? Okay. Give me a pitch. Um, uh, I, I had an, I, I had a basic idea and then I just wanted to refine a little bit because I also want it to be something where it being noiseless would be sensible. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm going to, uh, basically have this, like, um, I'm going to try and create an illusion of an owl that is bigger than a person swooping down towards this thing cool specifically i'm thinking kind of like um kind of great horned owl but like maybe its pattern is a little bit weirdly modeled because it does live in a swamp oh yeah that's it's a it is a um it's a dire owl for sure yeah oh yes exactly yeah Mm -hmm. um and so that is i got one dot in the um uh in like the illusion spell and uh I I assume it'd still just be three because it would be based on, like, wits or intelligence or something? Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, I'm going to do that. I'm going to try and pull that off. One success. Woohoo! Okay, um, so yeah, you managed to, you create this, uh, this horrifying monster owl illusion oh before i do it i'm going to tell the others i do it so they don't freak out about it like okay don't freak <laughs> okay, out fair enough. it's gonna seem like it's gonna seem like a dire owl is swooping down that's just an illusion i'm doing ah cool if this thing is huge and its ears are visible um <laughs> oh no for anyone who doesn't know what an owl ear looks like you should look it up and you're welcome <laughs> um no <laughs> anyways uh so, uh, this, uh, the eyes, the eyes of this thing are glowing gold, um, and it's, it's, uh, it's t- talons measure easily seven inches long. Mm. It, uh, it's, it's much larger than a person. Um, its wing, its wingspan, uh, which the crocodile can't see, is actually brushing through the, uh, the sort of the lower branches of the trees that are surrounding uh, it. yeah. Um, Easily twenty feet long, maybe thirty feet long. <laughs> Humongous. Mm-hmm. Um, the crocodile sees one or gets one look at this this phantasmal owl, and uh, and it immediately skedaddles. It is. It's done. It. it you found skedaddle it. is a good word for a pro- crocodile moving <laughs> yeah. very fast as fast <laughs> as it can. Is skedaddle like it's like <laughs> like its eyes were above the the surface of the water and it was doing the hissing thing and then mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they go bloop and then you yep. see you can see through the torchlight on the other side of this this small um, uh, uh, patch of water it just like you know you see a black shape just like quickly and it's gone yeah <laughs> it's into yeah. the underbrush <laughs> and i i like the idea that um because i'm having it fly in like f- like from the direction that we're headed it like it like the illusion like passes through me before it dissipates 
Absolutely. Cool. That's yeah. great. That's so cool. And Bati just kind of looks a little cocky. So it's now... You guys... Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go on. That's good. You guys, pretty intimidating, but you aren't this thing's natural predator. <laughs> Thanks, I Ranger Bati. <laughs> I think my skeleton could take it, but I guess it's an unnatural predator. <laughs> That's... Quite. Okay. And uh, so, it is now 3 a.m. Okay. <laughs> um, so I assume you continue on through the bog, mm-hmm. through the swamp. Yeah. Um, so you're, so you're, uh, you know, you've, you found, uh, you found the path that you're used to when, when traversing this way, um, moving across, you know, fallen logs and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. you know, possibly, uh, having to climb over rocks that have, like, a specific indentation that you remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually you uh, you reach a, a clearing with some pretty stable, if if a little muddy, uh, ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh... Is let's is see. Is this where the guy was camping? Actually, I'm gonna need one of you. Who should it be? I'm gonna need Agnes... To mm-hmm. roll a uh, lore nature with uh, with wisdom. Two successes. Okay. So, um, your your earlier assumption, first of all, was correct. This was his campsite. Um, this is not where he saw the uh, the the creature or the goblin, however. But this is his campsite. Um, mm-hmm. You can see the you know the telltale signs of like a used to be a fire pit here, that kind of thing. However, mm-hmm. what you what you actually what you notice about this place is that the woods or the the swamp that's around this area does not connect to the swamp that you know. Mm. You are in strange swamp country, which mm. which for you should not exist. Yeah. Hey guys, there's something up. Okay. This, this place isn't. This isn't. This isn't the right swamp. Did we pass through? In this direction. Okay, that is. I'm instantly very interested because this is like the sort of thing I'm interested in, right? Uh, yeah. Powerful, naturally occurring magical phenomena. So I'm going... Can I do a lore arcane roll to figure out the nature of this and potentially how to get back? Sure. Okay, I believe that is... If I'm using intelligence or wisdom, that's still three. Um, yeah, you'll be I'm using uh, using arcane and intelligence. Okay, yeah. Um, rolling two successes. Okay, um, so what you, uh, what you learn uh, for, about this place is that, uh, this is, this isn't like the magic you've, you've been taught. Um, the magic that you've been taught is very codified. Um, it's very, uh, uh, it's about, like, a specific procedure, um, even even the magic that Agnes is performing, uh, the subtle magic that she performs, it's all about a, uh, a following a set a certain s- uh, recipe or a set of instructions. Um, mm-hmm. This feels this feels like 
the first time you heard a bard play. Oh yeah, my favorite bard, Daniel the Elfman. Daniel the Elfman, of course. Yes. <laughs> Daniel the Elfman's, you know, he 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 would improvise on on his uh, on his on his lyre that he would bring, or his lyre, mm-hmm. sorry, that he would bring. Yes. Um. Uh, he would you know he would start off with sort of a uh, the. The you know the normal song everyone you know everyone's heard green sleeves and whatnot, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and then uh, just in the middle of it he would just decide to go on a different path and half of half of the tavern decided that they hated it and the other half decided that they loved it. Yeah, and I was part of the half that decided they loved it, and from then on I followed all his work and like, do records exist? Um. I don't think it's records. I think it's similar to wax seal, like wax okay. cylinders. Okay. Yeah, those tubes. Tubes. Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's it's probably like a naturally occurring, like maybe it's like something that like an insect makes. Mm-hmm. That yeah, that exactly. people just have learned how to hollow out and make into these recording devices. Yeah, that's like the the, the part of civilization that uh, Bajun's had the most trouble letting go of. His he was really into music in the school uh, and mm-hmm. yeah that's part of the reason he still goes into town and stuff and sure. talks to people like hey do you like do you like Daniel the Elfman I my favorite song is definitely Private Life but a lot of more people know <laughs> him by other ones but so this this clearing this area feels like how his music sounds to you it's it's improvised it's messy and yet somehow it's unified the, the magic that lays throughout this place um, sort of dances with itself. It's it's sort of weaving around you even now as you stand here. I think Bato is not going to like just report all of this the way people normally do when they do like knowledge rolls because he's just kind of like odd as he's like looking around to take you all in. I think what he is going to say is like, oh, this place is magic. Um, oh, nice. It's true, Jin. Uh, your your skeleton butler. Uh, he's starting to to sort of sh- like jiggle and 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 shudder. Mm. It's it's like he, uh, but it's it's sort of a rhythm. It's like he's being hit by waves. Ooh. Mm. So as everyone's on, hold nut bones. Somewhat. Uh, Jin will get off of his shoulders. Your weapon, sir. Can Agnes, like, is there a way, like, Agnes can, like, just sense the magic? Does Agnes realize that this, like, other than this swamp, not, not right swamp, but is this, like, is that some, is it, like, a ripple in the air, almost? Or is it... Um, it's... It's like uh it's it's not quite a ripple in the air. It's like uh um hmm what's a good way it it the way that the way that it moves around you is sort of like when uh when you're you take a bath and like the water's draining out and you can like swirl your finger around really fast and there's like that vortex that you make that like the, so the yeah. middle drain is like visible. You're in the middle drain. Mm. So every once in a while you get a little splash, but like nothing is actually touching you. So we're like in the center of it, it feels like. Yes. 
Okay. Um. Agnes is going to, like, try to, like, backtrack to see if there's, like, a way to get back to where they were before. Okay. At first. Um, like, is gonna, yeah. How, uh, I guess, let's see. Hmm. How, how... What? I'll make you roll now. Yeah. Okay, so, um, roll a, uh, roll survival, and Mm -hmm. I think, actually, I want you to roll with your bod. (laughs) Ah, man, my bod's only one. Don't worry, guys, it's higher. (laughs) Um, roll 2d6. Because right now, Agnes is, like, first priority is to make sure the child gets home safe is the mm-hmm. big thing. <laughs> like, I'm an adult. Mm. You can't uh, talk to me both, like that. Both of you guys are, both of you guys are basically kids. <laughs> Says the 28-year-old. Your kids that I work with. <laughs> your kids I met on the magic internet. Um... It's like when you're at work and you find out that the person that you're working with is 19, and then you're just like, oh, I have to protect you now. So, so, uh, is... um, so what did you roll? One success out of two. Okay. So that means that you are gone. Okay. For Agnes, no. you were gone for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. You, you stepped in, and then immediately you looked back, and there was no, there was no clearing. No. And then ah. you just were you you just kept go you there's nothing to do, right? You just keep going through the woods. No yeah. matter which way you go, it was all new. And Calling then out. after about 10 minutes, you could see the light of the torch. And mm-hmm. uh hey guys, uh Agnes just uh went through the thicket one way and came out the other way. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey. Hey, you fine? Nah, I I found the right swamp. It's out of here, I think. You didn't really go that far. Was there another clearing on the other side of that bush? Uh, there was like a ton of woods. Oh, okay. You're looking <laughs> kind of haggard. How long were you out there? Not for that long. Like. Like, ten minutes, maybe. It's been, like, three seconds. It's... I... Goblin magic. This is why we shouldn't have done this. Everybody. Goblin magic. Hey, Goblin, are you around here? We want to be friends. (laughs) 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 So... You solved my riddle! (laughs) I I thought that was your normal laugh at first, and then I was like, oh no. And then I was like, wait, is it? And then I was like, wait, he's joking. So you solved my puzzle, says a a voice from nowhere. Um, Patu is immediately gonna do what he said and, like, get down on his knees and say, like, oh, master of magic, I humble myself before you. 
stand up, boy. I'm not looking for a student. You're going it's to play not... a game with me. Oh, man, oh. I love games. Um, hmm. <laughs> it's a guessing game. I'm really good at guessing. <laughs> and, uh, and I think that's where we'll leave it uh, for now. Bickle, Bickle Cliffhanger. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I really like the system. I'm gonna go make a Pinterest board for Agnes. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you also seem to enjoy the system, you should check out the Kickstarter for what we were. Yeah. What we were. Yeah. And uh, and follow Freddie Taylor Bell at the Drunk Wizard underscore on Twitter. Yeah. Follow the drunk wizard. Yeah, what thanks. could go wrong? Thanks for like giving us this special game in advance so that we could yes. do this in it. Big big thank you. We I love the system, and I think my fellows do as well. So. Yeah. Alright. Thank you. Big Gay Nerds is made possible by our Patreon supporters. We would like to give special thanks to Alexander Messick, Calvin Cox, Dave Camp, Dumpster Hime, Evelyn Nadia DuPont, Frank L., Heather Connolly, Homo Ace, Jack Toops, Jarnope, John the Book Hoarder, MC Verdandi, Ollie, Patrick Moore, Sean Kelleher, Thor Holmquist, Trash Hime, and Zach. If you would like to join their ranks and gain access to special content, simply visit us at patreon.com slash biggaynerds and donate at the Lauded Gay Nerds tier.